Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Mego with Arcan, taking you until 6 here on a Tuesday. Phone call 617-779-7937. The text line's been lighting up with all these sky tunnel discussions. 37937. It's become the social issue dividing Boston. It is. It's it's more hot button than I ever uh, I ever could have possibly realized. 617 says, do you guys want to be guinea pigs in the sky or mole people underground? Oh, I'd go mole person every day of the week. Mole that's, people. Uh, that's what Another I vote for yeah, mole, mole people. Mole, yeah. I'm to, a guinea pig in the sky. Two to one mole people. Uh, if you missed any part of our interview, uh, not just on our Sky Tunnel discussion, but our interview with Andrew Raycroft each and every Tuesday at 3.30, you can go back and listen to the podcast anytime. Just subscribe. Jones and Mega with Arcan on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. So I think Sky Tunnel is nudged in a little bit on the raging debate today in Boston. <laughs> Which is Brady versus Belichick, which has been brought back to the forefront because Brady and Belichick somehow shockingly have made up. And I I say this not tongue-in-cheek. I was shocked that Bill went on there last night. Like, who sent this? That was you, right, Megan? Last night. Yeah, immediately. Brady, let's go podcast. Bill Belichick's on it. I got home and I'm like, oh, the Slack channel's uh, pinging. Who, Who sent something here? And Megan's like, oh, Tom Brady is uh, having Bill Belichick on his pockets. I'm like, what? How? I didn't even think they liked each other. So I, I'm wrong about that, that they can look past their differences. Like, they've they've gotten past it. I'm now sold on that. I didn't think they could, uh, at least this quickly, meaning like this quickly after Brady's playing days. I thought it would take years and years and years. I'm surprised they're past it this quickly. They are past it. It doesn't mean it never existed. And that's that's what I don't really have time for. Which is what and they're pretending what, at well, this point. Exactly, and that's what I just don't want to hear with some of the back and forth. And we'll play you some of the audio if you missed this earlier. But what were you just going to say? Oh, I was going to say, real quick, this is probably the first podcast that Bill's gone on, right? You know, Bill, Mr. Snapface, I don't use that. You know what? It's a good question. Do you question. think this is his first podcast appearance? I think normally when he does any media outside of, and I guess this is technically in the he, football he world. He talks to newspapers. Well, that's true. He talked to Shaughnessy in Which the Which I love. Don't get his, me wrong. Uh, you know, Linda will drag him on to like... Channel Five or something like that to talk about their dog. I think that's about all. That's about all he does. MSNBC is that what it was? I'm sorry. Well, whatever it is, he's not. uh, He's not traditionally doing a lot of media, and I don't know how many podcasts he's done. I can't say that it's the the first first one he's ever done, but I wouldn't be surprised. 
I wouldn't be surprised at all. So how did Bill sound when he was on with uh, with Tom Brady last night? Give me a little snippet of Bill. Uh, I don't know. I guess telling Tom Brady what we already believe about him, but I'm still surprised to hear from Bill Belichick. The greatest player, the greatest career, uh, the great, great person. Uh, it's such an, an opportunity and an honor for me to, you know, to coach Tom. And uh, I, I guess I guess it's got in at some point, um, you know, but it, it it's the greatest one ever. So congratulations, Tom. I'm still surprised. Appreciate Bill, it. I'm so sorry. Sorry, Tom. I didn't mean to step all over the uh, the emotional. Thank you there. Appreciate I, it. I uh, I can't believe that Bill is on there saying this. I just can't believe it. Uh, last year he was talking about Lawrence Taylor like Lawrence Taylor was the greatest player ever, and now he's going on and he's willing to say something that I didn't think he could say. The greatest player, the greatest career. It shouldn't take much. I mean, we all agree with it, but I just I didn't I didn't realize Bill had that in him. So on the one hand, I give him credit. Like as a human being, I give him credit. On the other, I'm like, wow, he's got to be in a tough spot if he's willing to go on and acknowledge all these things where he thought for 20 years it was more about himself than it was about Tom Brady. Now he has to go on and say, oh, yeah, he's the greatest player ever. You think Bill's having a reckoning moment? A little bit. I do. I do. And I know you think he's he's doing it because this is confirmation that Brady is that's, done. That's how I feel. I was still Tom. skeptical with the announcement last week. You know, he seemed, a, Brady I still seemed am. emotional. I still am, by the way. But this feels more definite because it would be a real waste of, unless this is ultimately a long game of Brady trying to stick it to Bill, which would be stupid. But it feels like a real waste of Bill's time and availability. And Bill wouldn't have gone on there if he heard rumors you know, circulating that this wasn't a real retirement or that Tom had been reaching out to other teams about potentially going there or making something work here or there. And so it feels much more definite. The other thing I would say is that Bill does not talk this way at length, enthusiastically about any player or anything unless it's firmly in the rearview mirror. So it has no nothing pertaining to his current team. Right. It's no threat to anything. Autogram. Doesn't feel like he's going to be in the like like uh, Brady's Unitas. Be, yeah that Brady's going to be in the NFL next right, year. Right, that yeah, sort Brady's of, just another guy. That sort of NFL history. He's, a, he's part of NFL history. He's the greatest ever. I'm happy to talk about that now because I love talking about NFL history. Him right. and Rudy Bukic, <laughs> <laughs> Rosie Brown, and Lawrence Taylor, and all the rest of those guys. I also think there's a little bit of, and I'm still here. And I'm still coaching, and you retired, and sure, I'll go on your podcast. Now you're retired. What else are you doing? I can do that. I'll make some time for you now that you're retired, and I'm still coaching because I outlasted you. I yeah, think there's a little bit of that. I think I think this is this is Brady uh, getting a big flex on Belichick, not the other. I don't think Bill's going on and flexing. I think Bill has bent the knee to go on Tom Brady's podcast. I, I guess I guess it's got in at some point. It's not it's not Bill's podcast. It's Tom's podcast. Tom Brady didn't walk to the Patriots locker room when he was at Gillette last year. No, 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 no. Bill waddled all the way over there, and Bill is waddling onto the podcast as well, which I think says a little bit about where the two are at. But what what I don't want to hear is that everything was good, and this is all a media creation. We started Stop This a little bit earlier. We can do it again. But here's Tom Brady weighing in on the great Brady versus Belichick debate. I think it's always such a stupid conversation to say, you know, Brady versus Belichick, because in my mind, that's not what partnerships are about. Coach couldn't play quarterback and I couldn't coach. And I think the best part about the best part about football is, and the coach says it a lot, do your job. And he asked me to play quarterback. He didn't ask me to coach. And, you know, 
I didn't want him playing quarterback. I just wanted him to coach. <laughs> I'd seen him, throw, so he definitely wasn't playing quarterback. Oh, Tom. He, uh, <laughs> I think it was, it's, it's such a stupid, in my view, it was just people always trying to pull us apart. And I don't think we ever even felt that with each other. We never were trying to pull each other apart. We actually were always trying to go in the just same happened direction. Organically. And I think when we were in New England for 20 years together, you know, it's tired. They get tired of writing the same story. So, you know, once they write all the nice things and championships and this, and then they just start going, well, this works. Let's start trying to divide. Let me, let me just jump in on this. It's not, it's not that we were tired of it. It's just, it had all been written and said and done. And it's like, oh, there's something else going on here. And there was something there. Like, I guess that's what I reject with this whole thing. It's like, oh, let's pretend there was never an issue. You guys might be good again now. It sounds like you are good again now. And again, that's what all claim I was wrong about. I'll own that. I didn't think they were good. And apparently they sound like they're in a pretty good place now, which I didn't expect, but fine. That's where they're at now. That's not where they were at in the final days in Foxborough and final years in Foxborough. I, I don't think Brady liked playing for Bill, and I don't think Bill wanted to coach Brady anymore. I think that's part of the reason, the reason, why they ended up going in their different directions. And I think some of the aggravations between that relationship did come more from Belichick publicly. But Brady there is acting like there was never anything that happened for people to write about that would insinuate some tension between those two. And I'm not even talking about the ultimate contract issue that about how he wanted to retire here that drove him out of town to Tampa. And we can get to that, but... Even the things along the way, okay, drafting Jimmy Garoppolo yep. and Belichick getting up there and saying we all know Tom's age and, you know, it's just the little subtle remarks all throughout the whole deflate gate, you know, a wedge that was driven by that where probably Brady felt like Belichick didn't have his back publicly the way that he wanted him to. To pretend like these were all completely manufactured things. No, there are things that we... They got up to the podium and said, "Well, I'm talking about open heart surgery here." No, we are. Uh, we are not. That was uh, Belichick after the AFC title game or leading into the AFC title game, leading into it against uh, Jacksonville. Let's hear more here from uh, Brady. You know, once they write all the nice things and championships and this, and then they just start going, "Well, this works. Let's start trying to divide them." And I think I didn't. I never really appreciated those, you know, ways that people would try to do that. Aww. He and I always had a great relationship and. We met all the time. And did we always see everything exactly the same way? Who does in life? You know, what close relationship can you have where everything goes like a bright, sunny day? No, there are moments that it was never intolerable. I mean, but it was always just, I would say, healthy debates about certain things. And we always talked about him face to face. And I think there's one thing I appreciate about Coach Belichick in life is he's not afraid to have a hard conversation, too. We didn't always agree, but we always respected each other. I know he respected me for the job that I did, and I certainly did the same. And I think even when you go away from each other, you respect each other probably that much more. I certainly did, because I realized the commitment that he was trying to make to get our team to win. And that's the purpose of sports, is to try to go compete and win. And when you have someone that believes in winning as much as you do, you want to be a part of that. And when people try to get in the way of that, they become the enemy. So I always think the people that tried to drive us apart actually brought us closer together. Ah, <laughs> that's what it was. It drove them closer together. You tried to you tried to rip them apart. And maybe he means over 20 years it kept them together. Because they stayed together for a long time. But don't tell me things were always good between those two. They weren't always good between those two. They can pretend. They can say that. But they wound up going their separate ways because it wasn't. Yeah, he says it wasn't intolerable. Yeah, it wasn't intolerable for 
all 20 years. I think it was pretty it intolerable at the like end. It was close to intolerable for the last two and a half. It's also was. such a funny thing to say. Like, how was the wedding? Well, it wasn't intolerable. <laughs> <laughs> like, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever yeah. done. He was overtly <laughs> miserable in 2019. Yeah. yeah. How's your wife? Oh, she's not intolerable. Yeah. <laughs> How's things like at home? Like a tolerator, not, I guess, but it's not, you know, not great. Um, there's also the little matter of, well, <laughs> these things brought us closer together. Really? Did they? Is that why you left then, Tom? Because I don't know. When I talk about you know people bringing us closer together and the bond getting stronger, I don't then leave and go to another team in another state, uh, yeah. very far away from the guy that I'm talking about. That's just that's just a very weird thing to say there. And uh, I don't know. I mean, listen, if they wanted to sit down and talk about the way things ended, that would have been great. That would have been the best podcast they've ever done. If they sat down and honestly, the way they talked about the previous twenty years, talked about the way that it ended, that would have been great. But neither one. One of them was ready to do that, and that was never even on the table. They didn't go anywhere near it. No. And it's and obviously because- in any relationship, particularly one that's been successful and, and had such a long run, whether it's a, a friendship, oh, this is good. Uh, a marriage, a, a working environment, there's going to have peaks and valleys. Yeah. And so when Giselle says, feel appreciated, um, this brings to mind Coach Belichick and Mr. Kraft. Do you feel appreciated by them and do they have the appropriate gratitude for what you have achieved i plead, I plead the fifth, the fifth. <laughs> we all know we all know how things were and so they can try to rewrite history all they want but that's what they're doing uh 617-779-7937 how do we feel about belichick going on there and does it say anything about bill and where he's at and his future in new england how hot his seat is, as we discussed last hour. Mike Florio saying he is on the hot seat. He could be going elsewhere in the future. I think it all ties back in. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.